What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 48 of the Coffee Club podcast. We're here again. Oh, Ollie, what are you reading? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just at the hotel and uh, getting in some getting in some reading. So some light reading. Love the. Uh, <laughs> love. It doesn't have the author here, but um, yeah, I think it's, it's good. It's good. What's that called? Enjoying it. Um, the Holy Bibble. The Holy Bibs. The Holy Bibbies. I haven't read that. I'll have to give it a try sometime. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's apparently a very uh, widely renowned and highly sold book. So <laughs> it outsold impressive. Harry Potter, which is insane. So Harry Potter did it actually? Apparently, yeah. There's there's less witchcraft yeah. in this one though. <laughs> I was a bit sure, like, right impressive. now. I, could, I should like talk with Gus's mouth. <laughs> Let's hear it. Give it give it a try. I don't know. I don't. Well, I don't. If you move his flaps. Dude, Harvey, Harvey was Maybe actually. Flaps, I think you could do it. Harvey was like putting on voices for all the dogs in the house, like deciding who sounded like what. But he was really offensive to Gus. He gave him like a really dumb voice, like no. <laughs> like if Gus was really stupid, which is probably yeah, Gus is no. intelligent, bro. He looks kind of ugly right now. And Gus has a British. Gus has a British accent. Darian does the best Gus impersonation, which we'll have to get that on the show. We'll have to get Darian on the show sometime to to do it for us. It's like, We'll get the audio recording. Yeah. <laughs> All right. No, he's got a British accent. But uh, Gus has got to go. So, yeah. Bye, bye, Gus. Bye, Gus. Thanks for thanks for joining us. Mwah. It's been a while. Oh yeah, everyone did want a Gus update. Actually, Ollie. I guess George has to give the Gus update this time. The Gus update yeah, is that he just absolutely covered me in here. Holy, sh- he sheds like a good to hear. Crazy person right now this that's insane he sheds like a dog he sheds like a dog that's what he did <laughs> um what a dog Gus has refused to sleep in ollie's room as of the last few times ollie's left he's just he's discovered how to break out of ollie's room through the sliding door he either like pushes it to the side but then i blocked it with some shoe boxes and then he figured out how to swing the whole door like off its hinge so then it's just like banging downstairs. You see the door banging against the frame and then he just escapes and he just like roams the house in the night trying to break into other people's rooms. Not so dumb after all. So intelligence, man. That's the Gus update. That's intelligence. Yeah. Gus is getting Just thick. like his father. Gus is very thick at the moment. The keg on legs? Full, full keg, full size. Oh, he always tries to steal uh, the clickers' dogs or the herders' dogs, whichever one you are also here, having a, having a lovely time. But they always steal Gus's toys, and Gus is too much of a beta to uh, to take them back. We got to train him up. We got to train him up. That's unacceptable. He's got a. This is his house. This is Gus's house. But uh, yeah, if you haven't noticed, we're all in different locations for the first time. For this episode, for a lucky episode forty-eight, uh, Ollie, where are you right now? I'm in um, Grand Rapids, Michigan. Um, I left yesterday. I, I'm going to get some treatment for my IT band's been a bit sore since comms, and our magician, our savior, Jason Ross, uh, Doctor Jason Ross. He's he's based in Grand Rapids, Michigan. So I traveled out to see him and get some treatment. 
going to do a workout tomorrow. Pretty excited about it. Everything's feeling pretty good. Um, the man's a, the man's a genius. He knew exactly like what was wrong when he just because he knows my body pretty well. He's like, yep, this wasn't here before, and just worked on it and uh, had a really nice nine mile run this morning and feeling like good old Ollie. So excited to work out tomorrow, and then I see him tonight. Get some treatment. He's been taking me to some cool coffee spots, Morgs, that you've probably been to. Went to Mad mm-hmm. Cat this morning. Um, pretty sweet. The baristas all had like the same floral t-shirt on. And, uh, you know, when, when, when the baristas start to dress the same, you know, it's legit. So it's excited for it, but, uh, that's you know my update. Get that shit on lock. No, Madcap is sweet. And one, one of the baristas there, shout out if he's listening, he's a, he was a fan of the, of the podcast. Last time I went to Madcap, one of the baristas there listened to the podcast. That's no freaking joke. dope. But yeah, Grand Rapids is, Grand Rapids, Loki, pretty cool place. I mean, I love shitting on towns. Don't get me wrong, but Grand Rapids, Actually, pretty cool place. I'm not going to lie. Um, George, how are you doing? Holding down the fort back home? Holding down the fort. Me and the goose, just, and Alicia, actually, just rocking up to training. Oh, actually, how crazy was it that Ritz was here at practice with us like four days ago? And then he shows up to a workout in Samaritz with you guys. <laughs> well, don't even get me started. Don't even get me started. I mean, he's gone back to... And then, he's he's, and then he'll now, be at, and then he's going back to the US. And then he'll be at our workout on Monday. <laughs> don't even get me started. I think that's I think it's ridiculous. Dude, I don't know how he does it. I he's, don't know how he's he does crazy. It. For, he has for a the context for the kids. people, he so Munich Europeans is what he's here in Europe for. And the competition schedule was Monday. Monday was Myro's Heats, Tuesday was Jonas, and then Myro's final was on thursday and wednesday we were working out in st Moritz, so he came all the way up here to watch us work out and that's about i think that's about a seven hour travel or maybe six on the train six to seven hours from munich and the dude he couldn't take a day yeah. off like he couldn't just hang out in munich for the day he had to spend six, fucking loves his 12 loves his job 12 13 hours on a train was the was it was it worth it did you crush your workout yeah see that's the thing it was actually so nice having him there because it was a pretty big workout. I had, well, Joe and I had three sets of 1K, 600, 400. And Joe, it was one of those ones. I know you guys have been a part of a few of these where, you know, Joe is like going to get out there and just rip it. And so you're like, oh, this, this is going to be fun. Like just holding on type deal. And uh, I think for those type of workouts, it helps a lot to have Ritz there. I don't, I don't know why. Like even if he doesn't even really have to do anything, but just having him there when you're working out that hard uh is really nice like we went out first k was 240 and then 134 59 and then the second k was i think like 234 like it got pretty quick pretty like just second set started ripping i was like dropped like i was like hanging on but um yeah real nice having wrist there for that so i would say yes it was worth it and if people want to know what the difference is Maybe that's it right there. I don't know too many coaches that would be doing that shit. So, yeah. Yeah. And then he's going to, we got a big ish one on Monday, I think. Our last one. Oh, hopefully you're actually back here doing that. And then, yeah. that one. And then no, I have a workout on Friday and then Monday is supposed to work out as well. And then the next day, Ritz will go back to Europe on Tuesday. <laughs> I don't know how he does yeah. it. He's a mad yeah, man, I don't know what drives him, but he's a great madman. Yeah, lucky to have him. But uh, training's been going, training's been going well for you, George. Uh, 
training has been going. Has it been going? Well? Yeah, I mean, it was weird. I, Ollie was like our proof that it was possible to be invincible. And he really, really let me down last week. <laughs> I was really sad that I had to do a workout without Ollie. And it was like me doing the workout instead of Ollie. I was like, this is, you're supposed to like, this is what I believe in. Like Ollie's the reason I believe it's possible <laughs> to just always be good to go. And then he had to, he was being very mature though. It was odd. He was making all these really mature decisions with his life. <laughs> I was really concerned. He's got really yeah, I know. recently. Yeah, I've, gained, I've gained intelligence since coming back from Birmingham. Birmingham. But um, yeah. yeah. Watching the boys do, Yarrod and uh, George just ticked off, you know, a pretty nice, pretty uh, solid workout. So I was there to support them with uh, Emily and Leah. So that was cool to watch that. Yeah. Alicia's just crushing it on her own as well. Like Alicia's just like same day, same week, same year. Alicia Monson just crushing it by herself. So Same old. She's just like, she's a train man. Yeah. I did my first track workout with Yarrod though. That was fun. We did uh, some 600, 300, 150 like sets of that four sets of that kind of like 600 breakdown but a little different to what we normally do like no 400 and then some some 150 shifts which fun we don't do those very often um Wait, and, what is that is that where you speed up yeah like each 50 it's like half a second quicker maybe uh, <clears throat> so we're trying to go like nice seven six five like six flat kind of thing so it's almost a sprint the last 50 which i feel like we don't do a lot of Used to do that a lot. Like Yarrow would be really, really good at that. Yeah, he's sneaky fast. It's it's he's weird. He's, he's like change of pace is really yeah. quick. But it's weird to get used to running behind him because he looks like he's going really slow, even though we're running like forty one. Like he has like quite a slow turnover, like really lopy, but he's going like super fast. But it's nice to work speed. out with. Yeah, we got it done. It was nice, and then hopefully Ollie back on Monday. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Love to hear it. But yeah, for this episode, it's Europeans is happening right now. It's actually kind of awkward timing when we're filming this because the 1500 meter meter final is in, I think, exactly an hour from now. So we're going to be filming like right before it happens. Like we're probably going to finish, but uh, we can still give our takes. And pretty much we reached out to you guys to get a bunch of different topics to talk about. And we got a lot of really good questions a lot of really good non-questions, which were really funny stuff, which we probably won't mention on the show. But uh, thank you for everything that was sent in. Very enjoyable to go through it all. So we're just going to go through and tick off some different interesting stuff. The first one is kind of a quick one where a bunch of people wanted a merch update because uh, we've been blue-balling people once again on the on the merch updates because I think at some point I just came to the realization that the merch isn't going to happen during the season because it's going to require too much work on our behalf. And so we're going to get on it once the season is over and it's all planned out. Uh, I mean, we've been wearing the shirts occasionally. Uh, they're pretty cool, but we want to make a cool ad for it and then we'll do the pre-orders and then we'll do that. So that'll happen, I suppose, probably in October, I would say October, November. Um, yeah, that shit always just has, it's one of those things where it's always just like way more to it than you would think. I mean, you can take shortcuts, I guess, and do it quickly, but most of the time, it's just like everything takes so much more work than you anticipate initially. So we're going to just push it back to when we got, we're going to punt it to 
the fall when we got more time for it. It's in, it's um, in the pipeline. Just it's in the pipeline. <laughs> uh, for those who don't know, there's like so there's there's a lot of terms that are like very marketing markety terms that you hear in once you're like a pro runner and you work with brands like just terms that you've never heard before and that was an example of a couple of them the main one which i had never heard of before uh is activation have you guys heard them use the term we're going to do an activation for a product no actually but it sounds legit if i did i'd probably cringe (laughs) no it's like it's i think it's just a marketing term for when you like i guess launch a product or you do like an event for it yeah, it's like so, we're gonna do an activation for it. That that's like. Why not just use launch? Just do, do launch. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna launch. We're gonna launch the new shoe. We're yeah. gonna activate the new shoe. What's it got a button on it? Switch. Yeah. It's a switch. What are they talking about? It's launch. Launch it. Yeah. Send it out there. That, that makes more sense <laughs> than activation. Is there a switch on the shoe that turns it from being not real to real? Uh, yeah. The, the, you know, the term is just, just use launch. Launch is I like launch. I don't like activation. Sounds like yeah. Sounds like drills and stuff, like activating glutes or something. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe there is more nuance to that term than uh, I'm aware of, but that's that's we'll as far as I know. But yeah, we'll moving on from that, the the first thing which has uh, been pretty funny seeing in, I think this was yesterday when it happened. Is you know, let's run. Um, we've talked about them a couple of times, not generally favorably, but there are obviously some nuggets that come out of it. And there's been someone posting some Oli Yakub fan fiction <laughs> on there. And unfortunately, by the time I was aware of it and I went on Lestron to go find the thread, I think it had already been deleted. But there is a <laughs> screenshot of one of the things. And I think we have to do a live reading and reaction to it. Um, who wants to do the reading? I guess probably... It's about Oli, so it probably shouldn't be Oli. Do you want to? Do you have it in front of you, George? I did a second ago. Let me see if I still have it up. Um, I mean, this is the this is the shit that like I just love. Like, well, this, like, this was posted can... on this was posted on no context track, right? And I think yeah. some people kept tagging me in it, and I was like, okay. And then I looked at yeah. it, and the first one was hilarious. The second one got into really big detail, like. A lot that's of the, the one I'm looking at. I'm looking at the second one. That's the, the one the I just one, Yeah, the second one was not. The, the, I like the first one was like. Yeah. Are we looking at the one from Yingulicious? Yeah, I think we should. Sure. Do you want to do the honors, George? Is that the only one there is now? I also. Well, there was one. By the time I. There was one just. There, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll read the other one because that's like just someone. That's not fan fiction. That's just someone. Just this is the other one was their their username was whore for whore and it just said, Man, I really love Ollie Whore. I'm not gay, but I would definitely say yes if he approached me on the beach wearing that sexy speed suit asking to go out for drinks or dinner. Maybe it's all a dream. <laughs> that's just that's just a good post. All right, should, should I do again delicious? Yeah, yeah. Let's let's make it sexual or something. I don't know. <laughs> As Ollie slowly unzipped the speed suit of the young Norwegian, he said with a smirk, let me show you the real reason they call me McSqueezy. <laughs> he led Jakob to the bed, much sturdier than their first night together in Tokyo. That cardboard broke so bloody quick. All that was in the past now. All he could think about now was here and now. Jakob's lips against his. They were finally alone again. <laughs> oh that's so good 
so whoever was spying on me in Tokyo, stop it. Um, <laughs> in the next post that's is personal. 14 era. This thread has been deleted. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, people with their imagination. I saw I did see some of the comments on the the second post, and it was funny because everyone's just been like saying, like, either someone's saying I need to get out of this sport, or people are saying more. Like it was just like it was polar, like yes or no against like the yuck of I want to uh, read the whole book. Fan fiction. You want the whole book? I want to read. Yeah, you know that's how this could be. Like, what was that really popular? Fifty Shades uh, of Grey. Yeah. Yeah, Fifty Shades of Grey. Exactly, yeah. just like that. That was just fan fiction. What would we call 50 it? Shades. 150 meters of shade. Fifty, 50 Shades <laughs> of Yingy. Fifty yeah. Shades of Jingy. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> okay, this is this is a good comment on it from Heaps Good Runners, which is a really funny Australian meme page. He said, "Wow, that's gross. What happened next?" <laughs> <laughs> this is good. For the is this sport. gonna? Is it? Is this like? I think I. I feel like I've 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 made it in this sport. If the Olympic gold medalist and I are, are written into fan fiction, is that is that wrong? Is that? I, don't I think you incended the sport. Yeah, it's I don't, is it, it's a hashtag good for the sport. Is a hashtag not good for that's, the sport? That's heavy I mean, hitter material, right there. That's heavy hitter material. That's heavy hitter material, right there. That's heavy hitter in, in every it. sense of the word. Do you reckon Jakob's read it? I don't know. How can we? I mean, how can we make sure Jingy's read that? Well, if Dude. if any of the brothers or any of his friends or his fiance listen to the pod, then. Hopefully they'll find it now. We have suspicion. Probably his fiance listens to it on behalf oh, yeah, on no. behalf of the Engelbrigtsen clan. We think Henrik listens to it, and if Henrik does, hello mate, it's good to good to have you with us. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if Henrik would find that yeah. funny at all, though. He doesn't seem. No, like they would not find it funny. It, that. I don't really. It'd know be what insulting, I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know what? They would probably. It'd be interesting if they put, you know, they switch me out with Kerr or or Whiteman. See how that turns out. Like do episodes. Like one episode is me. The next episode is Josh. Well, everyone's just making out with Yingi. The next, yeah, and then the and then the season finale, Mokatir and Jakob. Um, oh, that'd be good. Yeah. How good did Jakob? Yeah, I mean, fan fiction. Um, yeah, it was, he looks so chill in that five k. Yeah, did you guys watch it? I didn't get to watch it. Well, it's a sweet, a smooth turn transition to the European 5K Championship. <laughs> smooth no, transition. It was a, it was a great race. Honestly, watching the Europeans, I feel like we, it's that's the race where we know the most people. Maybe Com Games, you, we know a lot of people that race at Com Games, but Europeans is like a championship where you know really well, like literally everyone's that's competing, and it's just an awesome race. But yeah, Jakub was just. It was it was slow for the first three k. I think they went through three k in about eight fifteen, eight ten maybe eight fifteen. I think, and then just a classic mixed squeezy maneuver by Yaka went to the front, and then last k two twenty three. See you later. How you doing? Type deal. That's exact same time that he ran for the uh, world champs. Last yeah. K, really two twenty three. Yeah, I think his last yeah. twenty three mile overall. Hey, citrus mag, check me on that. Check me on that citrus mag. Two twenty three, three fifty last k. That sounds a little quicker. European worlds. I think, I it, think it was two twenty three. No, the I yeah. mean the four. Well, it's definitely an race though. Like it was way slower, way slower. Oh yeah, yeah. What, what I'm saying is he knows how to hit that pace. It's like really impressive to be able to hit the same, like that last K mm-hmm. just bang two twenty three. How's your father? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not appropriate. He His makes the, was, was unwell. Once he goes to the front with, I was oh, I yeah, wondering shame, like. Sorry. Three three laps to go. 
that I was, it was coming up to that. I was like, why isn't Jakob going to the front yet? And he's like freaking out the back. And then, yeah, pretty much bang yeah. on, three to go. Goes to the front. Yeah. What about in the heats? Dude, that was, heats of the 15. that was the best thing I've ever seen. He was seen. literally 100 meters back at the start. He didn't give a shit. He was just chill. Well, I'm, I'm convinced I mean, that's just the way to run it. it I mean, it, it probably is because yeah. if you think about if you think about the 15, like the, la- the first 100, like everyone exerts a lot of energy to get into position, right? Whereas Jakob is just not doing that. He's just getting to the back, looking at everyone, looking at the players, and then uh, figuring out, okay, I'll move to the front here. I'll move to fifth or sixth. I mean, the way to race it like that is just so much... Like it makes sense, particularly for a runner like him, where he can like kind of gradually build up that speed and make squeeze his way to the to the front. Um, so I mean, yeah, I makes sense because like that first hundred, everyone's you know you have to taken off. You have to admire the confidence to be able to do that. Yeah, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like it's annoying, but it's like all right, respect. It's respectable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, in my in my like fantasy now, we we enter a reality where everyone's like oh Jakob's doing it so we got to do it and then it's a battle off the start line for who can go and last as if it's like a cycling race you know it's a battle for who can who can start the slowest the first hundred like off the start line. <laughs> wouldn't that be sweet yeah, maybe that'll happen in the final who knows in 45 Dude, minutes everyone's now. everyone's doing double threshold and taking their lactate so i don't know maybe that's gonna happen we'll see we'll see but i'll tell you who's ready for the final is our very own Mario Garcia Romo. And that guy is Garcia. Garcia. He is dialed in. Garcia. Do you want want to hear how dialed in he is? I don't know if I'm allowed to give away his secrets. Give him away right now. Before (laughs) before the World Champs, before the World Champs, he watched the movie Gladiator before both the semis and the finals. The whole thing. He rewatched it? Yeah. Wait, he rewatched it or watched the whole thing? He watched it twice. <laughs> what? Yeah. And then he listened to the music walking into the stadium. That's dialed. That's really dialed in. Did he do the hand thing? Once you hear that, line? you're like, yeah. <laughs> did he pick up a bit of the track? And... <laughs> little sniff? I mean, once you hear he was doing that, it's like no shit he was going to come forth. Like, well, what, like, what, movie, did he, what movie did he watch last night? Project X. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if he watched, <laughs> he watched Gladiator <laughs> again. Project X, that'd be sick. He watched that before his last race of the season. Get he watched, that, the um, he watched the that before the gala. Yeah. Shout out to the gala. It's about that, that time of year to start talking about that. I remember like, we must have had the gala later last year because I feel like we talked about it in multiple episodes leading up to it. You know what we I mean? Did. We definitely did. We, we didn't. We definitely, a lot. we definitely had it later on. Um, maybe middle of October, I'm thinking. Yeah, probably. But go watch yeah. Mario. So I guess this comes out after Mario's yeah. already ran. So you have to just imagine yeah. that we've already said this to you, and you should go watch him. It's on YouTube. <laughs> you should be watching. Well, the only the only thing that we can do now to like really like make it high stakes for us is like we have to make our predictions right now because then it by the time this comes out, where we either look smart or stupid, and Mario for the win. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Damn it! Does, does Yengi in last place? That, that, I mean, that's what it was leading to. That's where well, all three of us are gonna say the same thing, right? George is gonna say the same thing. Morgan was gonna say the same thing. <laughs> Coffee club prediction overall: Who's winning? As a collective, we're giving the Mario the win. Is Mario? Yeah, just in the He's last second. Yengi's gonna be at the front with one fifty to go. That's a no-brainer. But I think 
I think there's a he's got a shot in the last fifty. Yeah, I think Mario who, can do it. And who's coming third? I can't even think of anyone else that's in the race at this point. I'd love to see um, hear me out. Love to see Neil, Neil Gawley or Jake Haywood or one of the mm. Brits get a get a medal there. That'd be cool. Dude, um, got a got a shout out Neil Gawley. He's he's made four championship finals this year. He did. Pretty I don't impressive. even know what four things are. Wait, but really? I don't think he made the world final. I swear he said in his Instagram wait, post, wait, unless he, he lied make, to me. Did he make... Shit, I might have... I. So, did he really? Yeah, I'm telling you. All right. I think he did. I mean, I could be lying. All three of them, right? Oh, no. No, no, he said... No, you're right. He's he's sorry. I I misread his Instagram post. It said his goal was just to compete in four championships. And then in the next sentence, he said, "Last night I went four for four and made the European final." That's that's where it was misleading for me. That is misleading. That's that's uh, kind yeah, of a that play is... on words. That's kind of a play on words there. Like a little. Sneaky. We see what you did there, Neil. We see it. But maybe he cheeky, did. I don't know. Cheeky guy there. Look at that cheeky little uh, <laughs> little statement. But I, I really hope him or um, is it Matt Ston- Estonia? Is that how you say his last name? I think so. I, I'm really yeah. bad with names. Stoner. Matt Stonerwood. Um, yeah, I hope he does well. And and Jake Highway. Jake Highway. Is that just because you beat uh, them all at Com Games? So then whatever. <laughs> no matter how, no, I, actually, no matter no, how good they do, Ollie's still better. <laughs> No, guys, stop it. No, seriously, though, I think the UK, particularly Great Britain, in middle distance running right now is like ridiculous. And a lot of those guys are like, you got obviously you got Josh Kerr, he's not running it. Jake Haywood um, is running it. Um, Neil Gore is running it. Matt Stonia is running it. And you have Kerr is running Lausanne. You have Whiteman's in the 800. So you have like these guys that are coming through. I'd love to see the medal and just show how deep the UK 1500 meter is because it's pretty no, deep. What do you, group of guys you, so like to see that medal would be really cool um obviously mario won uh <laughs> mario won second second i would love to see um yeah ingi i guess <laughs> ingi and ingi mario one two one two and then a great britain guy taking up the rear <laughs> third <laughs> Dude, that's gonna be that's gonna be clipped. That's gonna be clipped. If we had our own clip channel, we would clip it, but because we don't, I think no context. No, that's right. No context track that. will do it. They no context track will clip it. <laughs> Especially if that actually happens, that's gonna be legendary. <laughs> Taking it off the rear. George, you want to say something? <laughs> what do you think of Rogan Josh not running uh, Euros? I mean, he's up in St. Maurice right now with Morks, from what I heard. Yeah, that, that's um, what confused me. Really? I was at the track. And, and I was like, okay, this is what happened. I'm like, I was like at the track, it was like 11 a.m. I'd finished my run and I was sitting down and I was like, damn, why is that? Like, that guy looks like he's running pretty hard. And I thought it was like, I thought it was like a slightly unfit, unfit version of Josh Kerr. I was like, why is this? This guy looks a lot like Josh Kerr, just not as fit. And then I was looking a little closer. I'm like, no, that's actually Josh Kerr. And he was ripping a workout. He was running so quick. And uh, I was like, what are you doing, man? I thought, I don't know why I have this in my head, but I feel like Josh Kerr just ends his season after the major championships. I feel like that's just, that's just his MO, just cash out, you know? That is his style. He usually does it this year. Yeah. But must be getting paid some good money. We didn't realistically look at, go, go. Wait, let me put the little hand (laughs) thing up. Um, (laughs) Like, real, real. 
realistically, okay, if you look at Josh, so I, I heard he had COVID um, before comms and say what you want. There's got to be some maybe effect there, maybe with his training or recovery or whatever from world champs. So it makes sense to not do Europeans, if, even if he was going to do it anyway, just to go up, get some training in and finish the season off strong. So that's my prediction of why he's up in St. Moritz. He's probably getting attitude training in, getting fit, getting ready for the last, you know, couple of races of the season. So it does make sense for that if he's not doing Europeans. But if he was never doing Europeans, I guess it also makes sense just to get ready and maybe wanting to run Lausanne and uh, the Diamond League final. Or, yeah, he probably yeah, just wants to make the final. Probably, yeah, because I, I mean, everyone... In the Diamond League. Yeah, it's a, that, that to me makes sense. And like, particularly for him, like I think... Yeah, after uh, after the COVID stuff with comms, I'm sure he's he's keen to go out and rip it and uh, have a crack. I feel like we've talked a lot yeah. this year about deciding on races not to do or and to do them, and we gave a lot we gave a few people a lot of shit for not running indoors. You know who we didn't give enough credit for not running indoors and then winning worlds? <laughs> it's Jake Whiteman. Jake Whiteman did he not run indoors? He didn't. He ran uh, Staten Island, whatever that thing is. And then he was like, all right, I'm, I'm shutting it down and focusing on outdoors. Yeah. Well, it works. Props. Works for some people. Definitely works. Well, I mean, I mean, look, okay, so you, that's, that's interesting because you have two sides of it, right? You have Cole Hawker. People gave him shit for not doing it. <laughs> you mean you did. <laughs> well, I didn't, I didn't give him shit. I just said that like this. I actually said in an interview with Let's Run, I think, or Flow Track or one of those. They're, they're all the same. Um, I did an interview with him and I I pretty much said like there's two there's two ways that people were looking at doing it like going training doing you know time time trial style races to get fit or to get to like a position where they want to be leading into the more competitive side of the season and there's people that want to get experience and compete at the worlds and get any opportunity to compete at championship racing that's what I actually said um, about that with the Cole Cooper not doing you know well Cooper couldn't do it because he had COVID I think but Cole not doing world indoors Whereas for Jake, he did the same thing, right? He went and ran a ridiculous 3K and then shut it down. Well, not shut it down, but like focused on the point in the season. The difference was the result, right? Because Cole unfortunately got injured and couldn't um, qualify for his country for world champs, whereas Jake won world champs. So people are going to look at Cole and say, that was stupid. You should have done world indoors. And then people are going to look at Jake and it's like, oh, Jake made an amazing decision. That's just interesting because it's just two sides of the coin, right? They made the same decision. But they have two sides of the thing. So um, what's our takeaway? Just nothing matters. Takeaway is honestly, it's like <laughs> it's all individual, right? Like, yeah. I mean, Jake sure. had the best lead up to win world champs. Cole made a smart, probably maybe potentially made a smart decision, but didn't have a good lead up to world champs and got injured. So really, like the decision maybe didn't matter to run world champs or not. It just depended on the individual and then like moving on from world champs. What was going to be like for him? I don't want to get too deep into this because I definitely, this happened so long ago and I don't even know facts about stuff that happened a week ago, but I'm pretty sure Whiteman had something happen in indoors where he had to pull out of a race. Do you remember that? Am I, am I crazy? I I don't, but that could potentially be it as well. Like we don't, again, we don't know. I remember remember an Instagram post and this is how I think we live is just by remembering Instagram posts where he said he had to pull out of his first race ever. And it was during indoor season, and he I was think like, you're right. I remember that. I think he used the word gutted. I think it was the, it was, I think it was the Birmingham a one. It was like the Birmingham Grand Prix or something. Or was it just you go because you ran? 
Yeah. I think it was that one. I, mean, I don't know if it was written, maybe. Hmm. Yeah, here it what? is. I have it. I have it. What's, what's the caption? I have only ever dropped out of a race once before with the torn hammy. So took absolutely no pride in doing it today. Got hit with about a COVID after my race in New York a couple of weeks ago. Haven't quite got the feeling back. Um, so he said, hopefully we'll be back when I step back on the track in May. Okay. So that's a, that's a bit of an asterisk, I guess. Because he probably, I don't know. I wouldn't have been surprised if he had raced what and if he, that hadn't happened. But he, I think he, but he told me at, in New York, like on the bus after the race that he wasn't doing it regardless. He's like, no, 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 I'm not doing it. Oh, it was, it was the plan. So I've, and Fair maybe, enough, and then he got COVID. That. So it was just destiny. It was destiny. What is it? Wait, so it can work either way. Hmm. I don't know what the takeaway yeah. is. Who knows? Do what, do what works best. Takeaway? Just be happy. That's the takeaway. Read the Bible. Read the Bible. Read the Bible. Follow Jesus. Find God. Find God. Uh, so I don't even know what we were talking about and how we got there, but we were talking about Europeans a little bit there. Circling back to that, the one one of the performances so far that was pretty cool was Sam Parsons. We're talking about a bit in the pre-show. It was pretty impressive to see him go out there and finish, I believe, sixth place he got, which I think is pretty huge. I think if you finish top eight like for your country at Europeans, that's a pretty big deal, especially for him. It was a home... Um, European championships held in Munich and he's obviously someone who has I don't even know we we had I don't even think we've talked about him very much on the podcast he has a interesting reputation because of all the Timman stuff but at the end of the day he's someone who does work very hard and I mean we're good friends with him and he's come back from I think it was about 12 months ago at the German national champs that he tore his soleus and so it's pretty good to see him like crushing it so real good to see yeah and one place in front our, Shout out to that. Boy, our boy mike foppen not selected yeah, for world that was awesome fifth at europeans yeah that's mm-hmm. what that, that was pretty hype um so yeah that, i mean that was a sweet race as we said before the 5k just like a lot of people who we know pretty well and a lot of people running really well and one of them was our teammate Jonas, who i think maybe we'll try to get an interview with him um for this episode the next episode but for those who don't know we have a teammate called Jonas Reyes who he's actually from Switzerland and he's a couple years older than us but he joined our team he's coached by Ritz but he's based in Switzerland so you won't see him like as much but he comes out and does training camps with us but he's been injured this year and he has had a really cool story where he only was back doing workouts on the ground for I think two weeks or three weeks before the race and then he went out and he ran 13.37, I want to say, and came 15th. So that was pretty sweet to see as well. That made me very happy. Yeah. So, yeah. That was very cool. <clears throat> Dathan, Dathan said, he, like, an extra week of training under his belt, he would have been top 10, you know? Like, mm-hmm. he was definitely just tracking back back into it. It's just the timing sucked. And to be able to, like, come back from that and, and just, yeah, a couple of weeks of training into Europeans, it was great to see a teammate, like, face that adversity and just, like, you know, do well. It's a good win for him, I think, mentally and physically. So I feel like it's hard to know yeah, at this he was, point who's who's even on our team for some people out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. random. I mean, On does a great yeah. job of announcing it and and just keeping us in the dark or like keeping them in the dark even. Like I think Jonas got announced during the um the infamous table talks. I don't um, even know if Jonas guys... has been officially announced though. Yeah, he was. He was announced with the table talk. He was. I was really? told his announcement was with the table talk. 
And interesting, pretty terrible announcement to be honest, because he's a guy that's like he's a he's Swiss um, runner for number one for a Swiss brand. He's also like you know a really big big deal, and it was the announcement kind of sucked. But either way, yeah. I can see why people get confused, particularly with OEC Europe and OEC, because I've been seeing the OEC Europe people posting things that says OEC but no Europe under it. So. It, yeah, it's it's. I can understand people starting to get confused and figuring out. Oh, is Giannis on the Europe team? Is he on our team? No, he's on our team. Is Mario on the Europe team? No, he's on our team. Um, you know, when are we going to start so, posting OEC Longmont? Is that what we're going to start doing? <laughs> OEC Long Tucky. <laughs> long Tucky. Yeah. OEC Long Tucky. Uh, I'm I'm 100 down for that. What should be the logo? What's the emblem? What animal? Uh, something pretty ratchet. I don't know. Like a prairie dog. A rabid infested yeah. prairie dog. <laughs> Yeah, for those who don't know, people from Boulder make fun of all the towns uh, around them, and they call Longmont Longtucky because we're inferior to them. So that's pretty cool. Everyone's inferior to Boulder. If you live in Boulder, yeah, yeah Boulder's the place to be, man. It's legendary. No, I do. Like, I went <laughs> last, living, living there is the best place in the world. I went to Boulder last night, and I think the freaking students are back. It was freaking chaos. <laughs> There's just what is it? 10 million people in Boulder now and they're yeah, all all those girls signing up to get your autograph. must have been shocking, bro. All, all the frat <laughs> boys shirt? back in town. <laughs> I just wore that. I just, I, this is the same outfit. Yeah. Uh, you were doing pretty well then. Jordy, Jordy nice. doesn't wear a shirt when he goes in. If you ever see George and Rosetta without a shirt, that's an invitation to go up and touch his nipples. So, yeah, sometimes, sometimes like we've talked about, we don't know what George is doing. Like when we're playing video games, because he doesn't play video games, maybe he's just on campus, no shirt. He's got pants on. He's playing with a hacky sack. <laughs> Slacklining. Talking about the life. Yeah. Slacklining. Honestly, I could see it. I could see it. I could see it but, too, honestly. But, I should take the yeah. slackline to campus today. That'd be pretty dope, man. Uh, you can uh, teach some girls how to slackline. But so. Yeah, we were going to, a lot of people did actually want to know about exactly who was on the OAC and in particular the new people that we've signed. And I think we'll obviously try to have everyone on the podcast at one point so you can learn much more about them. But a quick rundown is on the men's side in the last year, we picked up Jonas was in the spring, I suppose that happened. And then... Yep. Recently was Yared and Mara, which I think most people listening would know about those ones because those were like pretty huge and we've talked about them a bunch. Um, but one that's new on the women's side, finally signed another lady, which I mean, I think it's just been like chance that we've like, it's just been the way it's played out that we've signed more guys and girls. It's not like that's like on purpose or anything, but we just signed Cinta Visa, who's a NCAA champ from Ole Miss, uh, absolute legend. Um so that's like a very big signing for the team. She represents Italia. So got another language ticked off on the team, which is always useful. And then... Welcome Cinta to the team. Yeah. Welcome to the team. No, she's so cool. I can't wait to have her out in uh, in Long Tucky with us training. But then do you do you guys think that people know that Helen O'Beary is kind of on our team? No. 100%. I barely know. No. <laughs> I, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> So Ritz is is Ritz coaching her? Not, yeah, not no, yet. No. I think he's gonna coach her when she gets here. Because he's yeah. he's going to the he's going to the Great North run with her, and then I guess after that she's coming to America to train for. Is it New York? She's doing. I think he's doing it last November. So many weeks, ten weeks before New York. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. 
And that, yeah, I think we'll so, we'll start coaching her. Okay, that makes sense. So like Helen, Helena Beery is a kind of weird one because she's like the greatest female distance runner in the world, pretty much. Just like just quietly, it's she's just in a weird, yeah, just quietly. Just came what second in the ten k. Should have come Should've first. She got like pushed got to the end. Won't get into that. Yeah, but uh, but so she signed with on a while ago, and she would have been out training with us. I think straight away pretty much but i think for her coming from kenya and especially she has a family that i think she wants to bring over the visa situation is pretty complicated and i know it's been the classic thing where they're like now getting a new lawyer because apparently the first lawyer was like not good or something and they just like couldn't get it done so yeah she's like meant to be on our team as well but she'll be in in uh colorado for the first time training with us i suppose after the great north run which is in september i'm gonna guess so yeah, that's that's kind of the new people in our team right now. Did I miss anyone? I think that's it. That's the team. No. How's the yeah. separation, Morgan, with uh, OEC Europe and OEC Long Long Tucky? Like, is there like people get <laughs> yeah, yeah. confused? Because I've had questions about uh, Mario Center as well now, who's joined our team, being Europeans, that they're joining the Europe team because it's called OEC Europe. Like, yeah. that's not mistakes on the people that are asking me that. I'm just going to make that clear. You guys aren't at fault for that because, like, it can be – that's confusing because they are Europeans and there's a team that's called Europe with OEC above it. So that's understandable. But, yeah, there, there's, like, <laughs> nah. there's, like, that problem. It's just, like, oh, uh, they're I think, Europeans. I think it's just – uh, I don't know. Shit's still just getting – the teams are so young still. I think it's all just getting sorted out. And I think, I think things will hopefully become more clear for everyone – in the coming years when we get our Instagram page in like 10 years finally, and then we can like have our like names on it so everyone can know. That'd probably be the easiest way if we had an Instagram yeah, page. Yeah, separation there. That would definitely, yeah. because yeah. then there'd be well, separate I mean, like, pages. It's not like Bauman are going to be called Oregon Track Club now because they're in, you know, Eugene. I mean, you would think so. an Instagram page was easy, but if you if you really knew, <laughs> if you know our team, yeah, if you know our team and you know how it goes, uh, getting an Instagram is harder than... You have to like come up with a username. And then you have to like mm. do a post and stuff. Didn't 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 Ritz <laughs> yeah. like take take the username himself? He took the username, I actually think so it does still exist. Yeah. So you can go follow like an it does. It has six hundred followers. <laughs> six hundred right, followers. Zero posts. I think there's a yeah. Twitter page as well. Now that I think of it. Yeah, he no, he did both handles straight away to make sure like he had it, so they didn't have to pay for it or didn't have to simp- like mm. oversimplify it. But the uh, I I don't. I heard rumor that OEC Europe were getting a logo and a um, and an Instagram and Twitter, which is good news for us because that means we're going to get a logo and a Twitter and Instagram as well. I assume so. That'd be sweet. That's hopefully maybe that's that's, that's a- maybe going to get active. It's going to get activated um, <laughs> in the maybe in the next the next few cycles. That's a dangerous. That's a dangerous yeah. assumption. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the activation of the OEC logo. OAC Europe logo and the respectable Instagram and Twitters, that activation will happen um in the next few cycles, business cycles, I was yeah. told. So But for now we just got the uh the coffee club Instagram. Speaking yeah, of now we just got coffee club Bob. I was gonna ask you guys this off air, but maybe on air. Um do you guys think we should, <laughs> think we should hire someone to run our Instagram? I'm thinking I'm thinking we should try put the word out to get someone to run it for us to help us out with it. I think out of season, it's not an issue. It's just in season because as we know right now, there's three of us doing different things and we also want to keep continuity 
and that's hard to do when you know we all also have different things going on so maybe in season we could hire like an intern give them mm-hmm. merch give them give them a little I think like we would pay them i think we would we i think i think jenna, yeah, jenna yeah, has expressed interest but we could get oh my god up look at that gina yes get jenna that's awesome. is there on the on the staff i don't know how qualified right. she is. We, can, we can continue that talk off air but i just wanted to do a little uh teaser because i don't know maybe jenna would be sweet maybe some little kid out there that's like a wizard on Instagram. You never know. But I think I think what I, I guess what I'm saying is we should probably bring someone else to do it because I don't think we do the best job at it at the moment. But it's, it's difficult. It's just growing pains, you know? Just growing pains. <laughs> it's it's all right. We'll activate, we'll activate it. We'll activate it. We'll just punt it down to the next activation. <laughs> punt yeah. it down to the next activation in the business cycle. Um, so moving on from that, uh, some of the questions were about our postseason plans, and right now is the time when we are planning our postseason. So it's a very good time for us to talk about it. Uh, as at this point, we pretty much know all exactly what races we're all doing for the rest of the year, and so then is when that's when we can finally like actually make more concrete plans for what we're going to do after the season is over. When we have, I think we honestly we have about four week break until we technically have to be back on campus in Long Tucky. Uh, so Correct, who wants to go first? Who wants to go first? Ollie, Ollie, do you know what you're doing yet? Your one's kind of easy because your brother's coming, I guess. Yeah. So um, my brother, uh, president, founder, CEO of uh, Poor Simple Squid Swim Club. He's coming in. Um, he hasn't actually been over to see me since college. So, you know, I'm pretty close to my bro and I'm excited to have him over, hang out with the boys, have a few beers, enjoy being, you know, just a regular bloke uh, for a week or so. Um, but my plans are pretty simple. Like I'll probably stay uh, in the area. Um, Wait, what's I'm your go last race of the season? Is it fifth? Ad? I think my last. I don't really know yet. Fifth ad potentially, um, but I'm still trying to figure that out. Anyway, um, if I win the Diamond League final. If some, somehow I miraculously pull off that win, then I'm definitely ending the season there and going back and spending time with my bro, hang out with you boys, have a great time, enjoy the uh, postseason celebrations. And then I'm heading to, um, well, hopefully, yeah, we've got, got, the, got a wedding coming up. So we'll have yeah. that. And then we'll have maybe some big, big, big BHJ uh, celebrations and her to say <laughs> celebrations. But other than yeah, that, Joe, Joe and Sage, Joe and Sage are getting married, so that's on all our dockets for. So apologies to everybody that wanted to date Joe or Sage. I apologize, but it's looking over. at you, Avery, it's over. <laughs> it's over. I mean, they, they're getting married. If you wanted to you date got, Joe, you got two months. It's too late. You got two months to. Yeah, you got two months to date Joe or Sage. You got two months to prove prove your, your worth to them. And then they're off the market. But those two are tying the knot. So and we can secretly t- we can secretly leak where the bachelor parties, bachelor yeah. and bachelor parties are. Join. You can you can crash them, I guess, if yeah. you really want to. But if you really want to crash them, we'll be there. We'll give you the info. Should we pretend to be yeah. wedding crashes at their wedding, even though we have an invite? <laughs> <laughs> what does that look like? Just get super drunk? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Just wreak, just wreak havoc. <laughs> just pretend, pretend like we don't belong there, but. You know, uh, have I told you guys what my cousin did at at uh, my sister's wedding? 
we, we could pull something like this. He just kept, he, he was a little bit tipsy and he kept yelling stuff during the, is it the reception or the bit where like the formal part yeah. of it, like the yeah. most formal part of it, the ceremony. Uh, where there's, yeah, the ceremony. He's just like, they're just like doing like this stuff with the, it was, they didn't have a priest, but they had the, what's the name of the person that does it if it's not a priest? Um, Yulja, yeah, no, no. Celebrant, uh, isn't it? Celebrant, yeah. yeah. She's like super formal going through it and he just yells, kiss already. <laughs> just out of nowhere. <laughs> so we could be pulling those ones off for uh, John Sage. I'm sure they would love that. Isn't, wait, actually, isn't Wedding but, Crashers just them trying to hook up with the bachelor party? I mean, the what bridesmaids? <laughs> Maids, maids of honor and stuff. So that's the movie. That's the movie. I mean, my yeah. idea is to literally just drink a lot, get up on the mic, and then just just confess my love for uh, everybody there, and then see what happens. And I'm speech. Dance the night confess away. My love. Confess my love to Barney and Janice. Um, confess my love to Joe. <laughs> Confess my love to Sage and her parents. Confess my love to um, just, you know, the boys. <laughs> have, just have a good time. Right. Just all love. All love, love and happiness. That's what weddings are about. This will be my first wedding, so I don't know how to act, really. <laughs> no, that, that's All I know is that I've watched every movie about a wedding where somebody says, I object. <laughs> so I'm expecting maybe I'm I have to do the objection. I'm expecting some objections based off that. <laughs> yeah. Objection sustained. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> So, so pretty much, but for the postseason, you're just going to be chilling at home. Just your yeah. brothers coming over. Well, yeah. I, I'm heading back to Australia December 14th, which is obviously like the, that's when the season's already, you know, kind of the training and stuff. But that's when I actually travel home. I'll be home for like a month. I think Morgan's going to do the same. I think George's going to go back around the same time. But during the period with the, the post time, I think I'm going to really enjoy not traveling because after the season's done, I had traveled to Europe like four four times maybe so i'm keen Crazy. to just not travel and just enjoy my time with my dog with my friends my brother's coming over that's my that's my uh my plans yeah we should we should take gus camping you think he'd like to go camping i'd probably oh, he'd be great here, but i think he would enjoy it yeah he'd like all the Sounds different great. smells and sensations he'd love all the little smells and looking around and not being able to see anything falling over roots tree roots that'd be amazing he'd love it sweet what about you, George? Hmm. Good question. I'm I'm in the middle of figuring that out. I'm gonna try to see mum and dad in Europe. Um, briefly, because they're over there. They watched me run in Birmingham, which is very cool. And then they had a few friends to catch up with in Europe. And they're still gonna be there um while we're racing over there. So that might be part of it. And then but I also might be finishing my season with Ollie and fifth Ave. So hopefully you come. Ollie, so we can have a night in New York, but then also I don't know if I trust you after last year. Night in New York with George. Ooh. I don't know if I trust you after last year. Sounds like a great rum. Whole food top bar. Let's go. Ollie, food poisoning. Ollie poisoned me last year, and so I was unable to run. You poisoned yourself, mate. I had the pizza. You should have grabbed the. Pizza. I should have eaten the fucking pizza. <laughs> you grabbed the curry. Even though the curry's been successful for us for Boston, you grabbed the curry and it f- <laughs> fucked you up, bro. Come on, when you're in New York, you got to get the pizza. Got to get the pizza. Bro. It was actually Monson's fault. She made us eat at Whole Foods. Yeah, that sounds about right. It's all Monson's fault. Yeah, and then uh, might get might get to California, see some friends, and then be back here and order some bank. Bink. Mm. 
that's the other big one on the that's the big one on the schedule is bank is getting him in the pod right in colorado yeah he's gonna do a live show He's doing a live show. He's doing a live show at the gala, so we'll get people to come. But Banks doing episode, a show. We'll do it backstage. Our episode for the podcast that week would just be us holding our iPhone filming his show. <laughs> we'll just put that out. Hopefully, and then go on backstage. Show. We'll just do it. Yeah. We'll just do it backstage. So what's the date for that? 29th of September. Yeah. So if you want to find us, 29th of September, we'll be at the bank concert. Come, we'll come be say hello. Gothic behind bank, just going. Gothic Theater, Inglewood, I believe. Inglewood. We'll bring stickers. We'll bring stickers. <laughs> that'd be sick if like someone did show up. Probably not going to happen, but that'd be pretty cool. Um. What? So yeah, so you're saying I thought you were, I thought you were definitely, I thought you weren't doing Fifth Ave, George, and you were going to travel Europe. Was that was that just like a while ago that was the plan and things changed? A lot of lot of shirts ago. I wore shirts. As many many shirts ago. I mean I, I haven't committed to either. Okay. I don't know. It's fluid. What are you doing in Europe? It could be a flip of the coin. Are you are you going yeah. to stay in Europe after Croatia? Should we hang out? Where are you going? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I'll probably go to so my last race of the season will be at the moment, plans of me a 3K in Zagreb on, I think, the 12th. Zagreb, yeah, go to Croatia. And I have a flight booked to come back to Denver on the 19th of that month, so just a week later. So I'll probably go hang out with a get, my girlfriend, in Paris between that time. Um, it sounds like we're not invited. I mean, I love – I mean, <laughs> no, you can yeah. come. There's space for everyone. <laughs> There's space for everyone. It's, you know – it's it's Paris. There's there's lots of stuff to do, but uh, I don't know. I, I like am very excited to spend vacation in Europe. But I'm almost even though I've traveled about like one tenth as much as you guys. I don't know even know if I've traveled one tenth. I'm still excited, for, like for the prospect of just being at home and relaxing. Because I mean, it's been a long season. It's been a long season for me in a different way. You know, like. It's been, I haven't, it hasn't been a long season in the sense I've been traveling and racing a lot, but it's a long season in terms of like coming back from injury and stuff. So I think I would like a nice break at home where I don't have to worry about um, if my, how my body's feeling and all that annoying shit as well. So yeah, I guess we're all going to be at home hanging out, having a good time and having the gala. So we got that to look forward to, which will be awesome. So yeah. Those are my plans. We're gonna pretty, overhype the guy again. Definitely, yeah. We're definitely gonna definitely. overhype that. Okay. I'm already, I'm already there. I'm already it's there. Gonna I'm gonna overhype <laughs> the shit out of it. Yeah. I'm gonna hire, I'm gonna hire wait, waiters and butlers and all these sort of people. Gonna dress up. There's gonna be more service people helping out with the guard, and there's gonna be actual people there. That's how you know it's a good party. That's how you know it's an exclusive event. <laughs> Dude, oh, we don't I, have any friends. <laughs> remember last year I did, I was just messaging everyone like, hey, come to our party. And yeah, yeah. Like, nah, I don't think so. We we tried to bring the Boulder running community together. Like, it was unsuccessful because, I mean, to their credit, like a lot of people, well, a decent amount of people showed up. But then it was just like a lot of people were out of town and then a lot of people had a workout or a long run the next morning and had to leave early. It's just tough. It's tough, man. Hopefully, Hopefully this year we can pull it together though. I got high hopes. I mean, we we we've got some clout. We got some clout now after the after the last one. I think yeah, no one believed Maybe. in us last year. I don't know. Now it's actually yeah. it's the it's hosted by Coffee Club specifically. 
Yeah. The, the second annual um, autumn gala sponsored by Coffee Club or presented by Coffee Club. Yeah. Who would not, who would would not want to come to that? Coffee Club in the name. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So that'll be sweet. So that, that's our plans, I guess. Um, I think, I mean, obviously people send in a lot of other topics that we didn't really have time to touch on today. And I think in the coming few months, we'll be doing a lot more Q&A style stuff just because there won't be as much happening running wise once the season's over. So we'll get to all that other stuff. But I think that's about it for today. Is there anything else that you guys wanted to touch on? I don't think so. No. No, I, I just I think uh, we did a pretty good job uh, doing the separate. Yeah, I feel like it, it, this is done going well. I guess we'll find out when, when we post it, but I think we've done well. Yeah. Should you go ahead and signals? Yeah, there's there's a function on the website we use where you can like raise your hand to let the people know that you want to talk next, and we didn't really use it very much, so maybe next time we'll get better at that, but. Yeah, I think that's it. Thank you, everyone, for listening. This is episode 48. Man, that's such a high number. I, I know I say that every week, but 48 like that, like that was so quick. That's a big number. So, can't wait Can't wait for the big 52 or whenever we celebrate the, the one-year anniversary. But, yeah, thanks, everyone, for watching. We'll see you guys next time. See ya.